Welcome to Chat About, sponsored today by First National Bank Bemidji, the Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Beltrami Electric Cooperative. Coming up today on Chat About, we find out about a big dream and a big plan for Bemidji High School athletic facilities. Andra Vaughn has the details on Chat About. Andrew, the Dean of Students and the Activities Director at Bemidji Middle School, and for lack of a better title, the initiator of a big uh, improvement project that Bemidji High School and apparently Bemidji Middle School activities want to be a part of and want to make happen. So let's just start there, Andrew. First of all, thanks for joining us. And secondly, what is this big project? Well, thank you for your time this morning. It's actually a, a project that was initiated quite a while ago by Troy Hendricks, our former athletic director, in creating competitive fields at Bemidji High School. Um, we're calling it Bringing It Home because we want all of our varsity uh, sports to be able to compete at our own facility and not have to drive someplace else or, or share facilities. So we're looking to do a competitive football field and soccer fields and um, upgrade our baseball field, create some more softball fields, and so that we can be as competitive as the surrounding schools. So um, in this end game, when we get there, you're hoping that Friday Night Lights will be right next to the high school and not down at Chet Anderson Stadium. Baseball will be at the high school. All of these things will be on the campus or the real home of Bemidji High School? That's right. That is our home, home of the Lumberjacks. And so football... Phase three will have its own football stadium complete with a a multi-turf field um, that also soccer and softball in the spring, if we get a, you know, one of those nasty springs can participate on. And then our kids don't have to drive to Chet Anderson. They can practice and play in the same location. It'll make it so much easier for our kids that want to attend the games to walk outside It'll make it better for our FIED classes that we have multiples of. They don't have to say, well, it's your turn to use this field now. We'll have multiple fields. Our soccer field for varsity boys and girls has been at the middle school, and so they will have their own field at the high school. They won't have to, you, you won't have to wonder, are we at BSU this time, or are we at the middle school, or where are we playing the soccer game? It'll be at home, the Lumberjack field. Okay, and in, in in essence, a lot of Bemidji High School sports have been doing that for a long time, and until really uh, striking a deal to, with Bemidji Community Arena, uh, even hockey was bouncing around from Nymore to the old John Glass and here, there, and everywhere. So it is it is nice to know where you're going to play, I guess. That's that's a fact. Absolutely. And, and you have other schools. Alexandria has updated in recent years. Hibbing got a new track last year. Um, Cherry's getting a new baseball field. I mean, I could go on and on with the schools that we're competitive with that have updated their facilities, and we have not. And and our kids deserve that. They deserve to play on the best fields that we can provide for them. And the school, the referendum passed in, in you know, 1997. The school was built shortly after that, and competitive fields have always been on on the back burner and so we're going to start this project off with the track the track is being redone and our track and tennis courts are heavily used by the community 
Um, so we need to update them. For instance, this summer, uh, I'm sure you are aware there's unicyclists coming to Bemidji for a week, and they're going to utilize our track and our infield for that week. So it's, it's heavily utilized. So we're going to start with redoing the track. We're going to move the field events to one location um, at one corner of the track, making it easier for those events. If you've been to a track meet, they have to run over here. Then they're called over here, and sometimes they miss events. And we're just trying to make it easier and, and more competitive for our athletes. Okay. Well, um, I've talked to Jeremy enough times to know that uh, money doesn't grow on trees, even though we have a lot of trees and forests in the, in the high school campus. There's not money falling out of those. So obviously, this this is a long-term plan that's going to take uh, some creative fundraising, I would think. Absolutely. And, and this will not impact local taxes. I can't stress that enough. You, you are correct. The budget at the district is tight, to say the very least. So that's why we put together the Field Improvement Project Fund. Um, it's been supported uh, by local people. Um, Mark Fodness attempted to do some of this before he passed away, and so we kind of picked up where he left off and created a component fund at Northwest Minnesota Foundation. So that's where all that giving will take place, and we have reached out to some local organizations already um, for donations and support, and we're hoping that the local people, the community, will get behind this and support it as well. We're talking with Andra Vaughn about the Bemidji High School Lumberjack Field Improvement Project. Andra, um in twenty twenty four dollars, I guess twenty twenty four dollars now, what what are we estimating? If we get our dream and get it all done, it's going to cost. Well, the reality is we're estimating it, like you said, in 2024 dollars. And by the time the project's over, the, the estimate will most likely change. We're at $3.8 million right now. We are going to do this in three different phases. Like I said earlier, starting with the track um, and moving the field events. We're going to build a game-ready soccer field, complete with a scoreboard and lights. Mm. Um and that will also illuminate a portion of the track and the current football field that the JV uses and, and home and away bleachers. So that's kind of in, in the first phase. Phase two, um, we're going to do two additional softball fields complete with a scoreboard for the JV field, which does not currently have one, and fencing. And fencing will be a unique part of this project because that will allow us to host section events um, through Minnesota State High School League. We're going to move the existing soccer fields that are in the back uh, to north and south instead of east and west, facing right into the the sun. Uh, we're going to create a scoreboard at Sagadal Field for the baseball, and uh, at some point during phase two, create a trailhead for the cross country and Nordic ski team. Again, trails that are heavily used by the community. Mm-hmm. So phase three, we'll see the synthetic turf stadium for football that will of course be marked for soccer and softball as well that will have scoreboard lights bleachers it'll have the full stadium effect so we're pretty excited about this um dollars being what they are we wanted to provide for maintenance into the future turf is not cheap you're looking you know somewhere between Seven hundred eighty thousand and a, and you know that million dollar figure right now, which obviously could increase with inflation and and into the future when phase three gets built. That being said, we've also created an endowment, so a portion of this will be set aside for future maintenance, future upgrades, and things like that. 
So where is that football stadium going to go, right, where the current one is? Or? No, the current stadium is going to stay. Um, that is heavily used by our JV, our youth, um, obviously track, FIED mm-hmm. classes. Sanford Power uses it in the summer. So that is going to stay where it's at. So if you could go in between there and the tennis courts, that is where the new stadium will go. And obviously, dollars permitting, that's going to be a turf right next to it would be another grass practice field. Wow. Okay. Big plans. I was going to say, yeah, there's some big plans. Yes. So I know that uh, you guys are working with, is it Lukacek uh, on some of this stuff? Yes. Lukacek Architecture put together a uh, drawing for us, uh, which you can see at the Bemidji Middle School Activities webpage and the BHS webpage. Um, both have that uh, so that you can see that. Um, we are distributing that out. Uh, we'll have somebody sitting at the basketball game on Friday night handing them out. We want to get these in the hands of people so that they can see what our plans are. How do you raise that kind of money? With the help of everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be, the community has to buy into it. And and like I said earlier, the community uses our facilities at, at every stage, whether that's somebody coming for a run in the summertime and, and decides they want to use the track, you know, they're using tennis courts, they're using the open fields. I had parents contact me last summer and go, hey, is it okay if we, you know, just go out and kick the, the soccer ball around? You bet. We want our fields utilized, um, and, and they will be 24-7, I have no doubt. Okay, so... Um, where's the baseball field going to go? Baseball field currently is going to stay at Sagadal. We have done some improvements, um, and we're going to uh, continue the improvements there. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually, on going down the sidelines, 315 feet, 350 feet uh, with 12-foot fences, which is something you don't see in northern Minnesota. So um, our goal is to put the press box and scoreboard uh, there for that. Okay. Wow. Um, So you're working on it now. You've got a small group you're working with, right? We do. Um, Kristen McCray uh, couldn't do this without her, the high school athletic director. She took over for Troy Hendricks. And like I said earlier, this was actually Troy's brainchild. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's where this all started when I came on board 10 years ago. And so it's her and uh, Mike Jessen uh, from our maintenance department, we couldn't do it without him because he's the guy who knows where all the sprinkler heads are and what our land is and what our land isn't. And um, he also has been out doing soil borings in the middle of the night, so we knew we could you know, put a soccer field where we're intending to put a soccer field. And then we also have Ashley Eastridge um, that is our business manager at the district. Um, she is also part of this committee and okay. h- helping with the, the funding part of it. Um, is there? Do you need help from any other specific kinds of help from s- s- people with specific skills? Our coaches are going to be contacting parents uh, in the very near future to hopefully get them on board with this project. Donations can be made at Northwest Minnesota Foundation at their website, www dot nwmf.org or they can also mail a check the foundation is now downtown um, at 201 3rd street so 
either one of those ways is a great way to donate. Um, we can do cash gifts. Um, we do have some sponsorship available. Um, we have scoreboards. You know, our current mm-hmm. scoreboard at the football, current football stadium was sponsored by First National Bank and Security Bank. So we do have some options available for, for scoreboard sponsorships, and, and we'll be looking at that in the future as well. All right. Anything else we need to know about? Um, just help us. We we can't do this without everybody's help, everybody coming together. And like I said earlier, we really believe that the, the time is right. Um, if not now, when? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what we're doing is not going to sit good with everybody, but we need to move forward. And we have a plan, and we're excited about the plan. And so we just hope that people will contribute. What is your timeline on this? We hope to break ground this spring um, for the soccer field. We know for sure the track will be redone after the um, unicyclists are done utilizing the track Mm -hmm. and infield. The track will be redone. That's going to be a tight turnaround Mm -hmm. so that that field can get ready for uh, football practices and in JV games and uh, some ninth grade games there. Um, so, yeah, it's a tight turnaround to, to get this up and going. Okay. Well, before we wrap it up, how's everything at the middle school? Oh, wonderful. We we love our middle schoolers. And you have Drew, Drew under control? and mm, I, <laughs> No comment. Yeah, can I not comment on that one? <laughs> I don't want to get myself in any more trouble than I get into as uh, it is. Yeah. But, many- no, we're, we're all excited about this, you know, and – in the end, it helps the middle school because once the soccer field goes to the high school, we have a, a, a second field at, at the middle school where we can do football games and soccer games, and our FIED classes can spread out a little bit more. So it's just a win-win for everybody. How many students do you have at the middle school, and how many are involved in activities of some sort? We have just under 1,100, and we have any given year between five and 600 that participate. So we have a lot, but that also includes some St. Phillips. Okay. Well, it's a it's a big plan. It's a big dream, uh, but they're moving forward, and some reality is going to happen next year. Uh, maybe even some this year. Andrew Vaughn is the Dean of Students and Activities Director of Bemidji Middle School and also the initiator and the spokesperson today, anyway, of the Bemidji High School Lumberjack Field Improvement Project. Andrew, thanks for getting us caught up on this. Best of luck on this big, big plan. Thank you very much. Chatabout has been sponsored by Beltrami Electric Cooperative, the Bemidji Chrysler Center Honda of Bemidji, and First National Bank Bemidji. Coming up tomorrow on Chatabout, we continue to talk about the schools. Our first visit of 2024 with School District 31 Superintendent Jeremy Olson. That's tomorrow on Chatabout. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today.